Welcome to the True Bud Show podcast, episode number 101. We have Sydney on today. No sponsors or anything like that. I just want to show Sydney some extra love. So go give her a follow on Instagram, underscore Cali Love, underscore, underscore C-A-L-I-L-E-V, underscore. Please go show her a little love. She's kind of our sponsor today because I feel bad there's no video to accompany this podcast because I'm all about the video podcast, but let's get it. This is true buzz that Mary Jane. Now we ain't new to this. From my stones and from my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Uh, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up. Perfect show for my smokers. True buzz. Hey. Hey, hey, guys. Welcome back to the True Bud Show podcast. It's your buddy Jack, and we're here with Sydney in the building today. Yes, I'm excited. I'm happy to be here. Hey, it's good to have you. Good to have you. So we met actually at Trees of Echo Park. Cool yes. little shop. Yes, love you, that shop. You work for Hotbox. Yes, I do. And you've been in the game for a minute, you were telling me back, you know, kind of give us a story of like you and weed and how you got started and oh, stuff. Oh, Lord, let me see. Um... I got started, I'm thinking like 2012 or oh no, maybe like 2014, 15. Okay. And yeah, started back in the trap days, being a bud tender. My cousin got me into the job, into the cannabis community. And cause I was just overworking the retail thing. I was working like for Ashley Furniture and shit and I hated it, I hated it so bad. So she's like, dude, you smoke so much weed. Like, why don't you like be a bud tender or something? And I'm just like, oh, isn't it illegal? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what if we get caught? She's like, you know what? Do it while you're young, you know? Cause then it's just like, you may not have like any other opportunities. Like how much trouble can you get into? And it's just like, you know what? Fuck it, why not? So I got into it, um, got started bud tending at like Fountain of Wellbeing. And then just, you know, just being through the whole transitional phases of the marijuana industry and like it going from legal to or illegal to, I guess, legal and all of the craziness with that. So then just going from, let me see, found a well-being, then they um, another company bought it out. Then I went to Neutron Genetics, a shatter company a concentrate company, then did some bud tending stuff, and then went to Sticky Vape, from Sticky Vape to doing stuff on the side, Instagram stuff, like promotional stuff for like up and coming brands. And then, yeah, Hotbox. <laughs> now yeah. we are here. <laughs> well, that's a long time to be in the industry. So you've seen a lot of changes and stuff. Yeah, you know? definitely. What And do you prefer, you know, working for a brand as opposed to being a bud tender? Yeah, I like that. I just, uh, I'm a type of person that just can't really like stay confined to one spot. So I like being able to go out and like meet different people and drive and just getting that little piece of like space, like that space and like freedom. So, I mean, bud tending I think is important. Like it's, it's like definitely how to like, if you're not in cannabis and you want to get into cannabis, I think bud tending is a great way to go because you get to like learn the brands, you learn what's out there, you get to like, it's just very educational. But for me, I just kind of like to be on my like freedom thing. And I like to like start with up and coming brands and I like to see them progress. 
that's what's up. Yeah. And you're killing it at the PADs. You know, it's cool seeing seeing it go down. <laughs> so what? Um, tell me a little bit about Hotbox, if you don't mind. Like, um, what's kind of their what, what's what's the Hotbox thing? Like, the quality flour is the, the it's good quality flour, high in THC, high in terps with like a great like price to it. It's just, like nothing really over like $50 including tax. Most of the time you're probably gonna see it like within the 30 range, you know? So like 30, 40s and 50s. So it's like a good price weed for in a nice high for like, you know, it's just good quality, good quality, good price. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. And you guys got the dope merch. I got, I don't, I got yes. my tray around my little brave little How toasted somewhere. You. No, no, you're good. But we have like, we have dope, dope merch. We have dope sandals, backpacks. Our backpacks are really cool. I should have brought one. I haven't stairs. seen the sandals. Yeah, I usually wear them sometimes. It's okay. Well, <laughs> My feet are not important. <laughs> but um, I love rocking sandals. Do you wear beanies ever? You know what? I like them. I don't usually wear them, but I have some. But you know. I don't wear them a whole lot either. Mm -hmm. I just bought some new, like some of these hats and the little beanie there. I'll throw you if you want. I love dad hats. They're comfy. They're I love nice. dad hats. They work great for me. It's nice. You can wear it to the front. You can wear it to the back. I gotta wear. I'm and I'm like trying to grow the hair out a little bit, so it, I don't yeah. gotta worry about that shit. It's get nice, the like look yeah, a little <laughs> getting back to the surfer vibe. Yeah, I used to have it like down to here what? back in the day. No. And then I'm like, it's got to switch it up. Now I'm just going with the flow. See how it goes. I feel it. Is that a um? What are those? Is that a puff no, bar? It's it, called. It's a. It's a hype. Yeah, it's like one of those. So you, um, I was talking, you know, this flavor deal that's going on. I What's talked to a couple people. It's flavors to sell flavored um, vapes, nicotine vapes is illegal. Yeah, I know. In the new year. Yeah. So did you stock up on some? Why'd you say that? Yeah, because I yeah. talked to this one guy, at a, like a, a security guard at a dispensary, and he's like, I bought like 30 of them. He's like, Dang. I'm waiting until everybody stops. I'm going to start selling them. I'm like, do people well, buy them? They gave them like three months to... Um, they gave them like three months to clear out their inventory. Oh, okay. So after it became illegal. So they're so some people are still selling it, but you know. That makes sense. But you know, there's I don't know. You just gotta find some people. <laughs> <laughs> there's always probably like some black market thing going on too. Yeah. But also there's like stuff online, they're like selling vapes that you can like that don't have the nicotine or whatever in it. What's your do you ever uh, use weed vapes? Um, I actually just used a weed vape recently because I ran out of a wax. So I had a desperate time and cracked that thing open to dab with. Oh, you dab? Oh, okay. Yeah, so like I'm not a big vape person when it comes to the weed vapes, but I do like wax and like doing concentrates. But I'm more of like a flower girl, if that yeah. makes sense. But I don't discriminate. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Would you have a because I'm my goal this year is to get more into dabbing because I'm like a huge flower head and yeah. edibles and drinks. Yeah. And then, you know, it's such like an, I've gone to these events and I see these dab tables, mm -hmm. like the community of dabbers and stuff. Yeah. It's like an art form for real, like yeah. with the temperature, the cleaning of it. I'm like, this yeah. is a whole nother level to me that I'm not like I'm not on that level at all yet. <laughs> I feel it. You got to really definitely ease into it and you don't want to like maybe not having like taking dabs from those tables be like your first like way into it. Cause sometimes they give you fat ass dabs, you know, and then you might not have the best experience. So sometimes it's just best. Like, I don't know, you just start off with like a little break or even just get like the puff cow. 
That's why I want to get a little yeah. Costco. Yeah, and it's nice because you're like on the go a lot. So it's like nice portable type thing. And then you can just like, so you don't have to do the whole ritual thing. Yeah, I was thinking about hitting up like Puffco, the Dr. Dabber, like, or mm -hmm. like the four big brands and being like, yo, do you guys want to hook me up with some free shit and I'll do some content? Yeah. And whichever one says yes first, I'll just do that, hopefully, is the plan. Because that's yeah. like why I started like in, when I first started smoking, I started selling bud just to like get free smoke. Uh -huh. But I just have a hard time spending so much money on weed. And that's part of the beauty of being in the industry is you don't have to as yeah, much. Exactly. But it's like, dang. Like, or you can start growing. That's I need to. I need to. That's a nice like little. I grew uh, a long time ago when I lived <laughs> in like Santa Barbara. And I didn't even know what I was doing. And I was doing it like with an ex-boyfriend at the time. But he knew like a little more than I did. But we were still figuring it out together. We were like going to like the library and getting books. And just like getting things off Amazon. Things are so much easier now and it's so much easier to just grow in your own space. Like it's probably worth it. Especially if you can, like if you have a place where you can, because it's obviously gonna smell. So Yeah, that's where I've been thinking. My old spot I had room, I could probably pull one off somewhere around here. Yeah, you definitely could. And then like, I don't know, if you have a balcony. I wish. You... I wish at my last spot I did. Uh, um, but I'm just like I just need to start doing it because yeah. I've never done it before. Or I, I did back in the day when I was in high school yeah. and, and I, they all got ruined. But um, you learn a lot just from like growing, you know, you learn a lot. feels just rewarding, too. Like, yeah. yeah. Just like more so like the care that they need and like what goes into it. And it's just like the things you put in about your body. And it's another like thing that's alive that you can like care for. And you have to like nurture until like it blossoms into this beautiful flower. And then you smoke it and then you're just so appreciative. <laughs> yeah, it's it really, yeah, I do need to do it. I keep saying it. Did, how did you like Santa Barbara in general being out there? I love Santa Barbara. It's so nice. Sometimes when I even like feel like I'm like, you know, having anxiousness or whatever in the wall. Sometimes it's nice like even just to go down and take that little drive and then you drive along the water and it's just like there's nice cool places that's like not so crowded and it's just like a chill chill relaxed vibe very comfortable it's just like you know but you can any beach area is kind of calming you know except for venice or yeah. santa monica yeah <laughs> but anything by the water where you can kind of just zone out and just like i feel that that's i like going to a 99 high tide in malibu yeah. for uh, for pad's because i'll try to get like a couple minutes in usually i don't but last time i chilled on the beach for like 20 minutes i'm like yeah i just had that shot for the first time two weeks ago it was the first time I went to that shop and it was right after it rained. Oh, wait, was it two weeks ago? A week ago. And it was like right after it rained. It's so nice. I loved it. And then like I like the shop. It's that upstairs shop the... in the corner above the surf shop, the 99. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is it 99 High Tide? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love that shop. Yeah, everybody in there is so They're nice. So cool. cool yeah. Everybody's got like this super sweet vibe. They're so real, it's, welcoming. Yeah, it's, yeah, there's like an energy when you walk yes, in there. Yes, it's like, dang, am I here to buy like sage and candles? Yeah. Am I here to buy weed? I don't know. Am I here to chill and lounge around? <laughs> like, definitely a cool vibe over there. And I went over there and I actually um, went to that Broadway Oyster. Oh, how was that? Over there by like where that little mall is, where Sephora and everything is. And I got a lobster roll. Okay. So I had to, you know, I was uh, over there. So it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Worth good. the $30? I don't know. But that's <laughs> like a hard thing, right? For a little sandwich. Yeah, like, that's. And not even filling. It was like, damn, this was good. But like, fuck, I wish I had like two more. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the hard <laughs> thing sometimes when it comes to good food. Like, 
like I went out this weekend. I got some like a couple appetizers. They were pretty expensive and it was so small. I'm like, it's tasty, but at the same time, you know, I want a little more substance. There's a place somebody was telling me in Malibu that does like a fifty dollar smoothie. Hey, you gotta be. Some, I was like, there's some bougie shit fancy. out there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, geez, where's the? It's just everything's more expensive out there. Like I went to that little Thai place and got some like regular shrimp dish. It was like thirty bucks for lunch. I'm like, shit. <sighs> Wait, while we're speaking of food things real quick, I know it's not a food podcast, oh, I'm but, a foodie. Okay, just went to a spot, a sushi spot in Koreatown called Rock and Sushi. Rock and Sushi? Rock and Sushi. It sound, I think I might have been there. Oh I used god, to live in K-Town. If you, if you go, oh my god, it's good. It's good quality food, good service. It's a nice vibe. You get to like feel like a, it's like a kind of... Like my friends and I, we sat in like a little booth and stuff, but then they have like a little curtain. It makes you feel like kind of like it's private. And it's just like, it was so good. And the food was so freaking good. I haven't had good sushi in a long time and I'm kind of like a critic. Like I can like, I really take pride in like every little flavor that I can taste. And if there's like one hint of like something nasty, it's just good, no. But this place was so good. So if you ever go, it's really, really, really Rock and sushi? Rock and sushi in Koreatown. I don't know exact streets or whatever, but it's good, good looks. I haven't had sushi in a minute, but K Town's got some good stuff going down. Yeah. I was there during like the whole COVID scene, so are oh, you chilling? Um, so yeah, a lot of the places closed down and shit, but they have a cool little, you know, it's a cool yeah. scene. I like that. I've done an event actually um, at that Lock and Key spot, okay, the little yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. We did a cannabis event there. It was pretty yeah. cool venue for that. Yeah, Lock and Key is cool. I've been there before. There's some cool spots. I'm definitely like a very like foodie person. I like like aesthetics. What's your like cuisine of choice if if you had to choose? I don't know. That's a super hard question. Yeah, cuisine of choice. Mine would mine is like pasta. Mine is like uh, uh, Vietnamese or Thai, followed closely by Italian. I'd say. Okay, I guess Italian food. That's what I, Italian's so good. Sandwiches, pizzas, and pastas, which are all my problems at this moment. It's all the good shit. I know, and I'm about to do keto too. So that's going to be rough. Do you know what keto is? Yeah, yeah. Like no carbs, no sugar, no starches. That's kind of like, I've been, for the past little while, I've been kind of doing that Mm -hmm. during the weekdays. Mm -hmm. And then when the weekends hit, I just eat whatever I want, which, you know, it's kind of working for me right now. Yeah. It's in like, but having that strict during the week and then by the time Friday rolls around, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get some like Italian food, eat good, you know, enjoy. The biggest thing for me in like health stuff is just cutting out uh, the booze. It's so hard on, you know. That's what like, I wanna do too. That's why I'm like wanting to do this diet. Cause it's like, for me, it's more so not so much a diet, but like a mental thing, like discipline, sacrifice, you know, and just being able to have that like mental capability of like, I can do this for this long and hold myself to it, you know? And so, and I feel like that's like a big thing because some things I, it's just not, I don't know, it's bigger than just more so the diet, you know? But if I can do this diet and I can like not drink and I can like be a little sober, obviously I'm probably gonna be smoking. <laughs> But I need to make sure the snacks that I'm snacking on afterwards, like, you know, are, like, helpful and, like, beneficial to me and not, like, bullshit things like starch and chips. And those are all the weaknesses I have. Potatoes. Potatoes is my problem. How can you not like something in the potato family? For real. (laughs) Yeah, potatoes, 
I, I do eat a lot of sweet potatoes too, or I need two more just for their little. Sweet potatoes are good. Yeah, yeah, they're good for you. And it's funny you say this because like I'll show you over there too. I've bought some weird snacks I've never bought before. Or not weird, but like chickpeas and like snap peas and shit mm -hmm. to like try to be on like a little healthier mm -hmm. kick because my bad thing is for first cutting out the booze and like late night if I'm really stoned is when my like sweet tooth will kick in mm -hmm. and I'll start snacking like you're mm -hmm. saying late at night. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's into the discipline point. It just feels good when you do yeah. do that. I'm like, okay, shit. It's been like, you know, however long I've been staying pretty good. But yeah. Um, and, and I'll throw you some of the plenty of this koan um to yeah. drink too because it's zero calories and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll cheat with like other drinks this week and other. What are the carbohydrates in it? Oh, zero. It's zero carbs. Oh, so yeah, zero. Yeah, zero. Oh, zero calories yep. all the way through. Yeah, and you have vegan. Um, mm. so that's a cool element that we do with this. Um that helps you kind of hit that health aspect. Or I, I've been taking a lot of FSO oil that I've been buying from trees, that friendly farm stuff yeah. I like a lot. I'll just put it in a little pill, um, but you know, stuff like that. Because you know, it's so interesting to me seeing how many people, and I'm sure you've seen go into dispensaries and just mm -hmm. want to buy gummies right away. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you're buying like, it's like 20, 30 bucks, a hundred milligrams, but there's so much other options that are like, like the FSO or pills that I think people just aren't as aware of. Yeah. I'm I I like the edible thing. I just like I don't know. I like it when my friends make it because <laughs> those things hit like I like to go for the ride. But sometimes I'm scared once I get in the ride. Like oh no, <laughs> I'm in this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in it. What do you um if you do buy a like a bag of gummies? How many would you usually eat at once? I don't know because I'm hungry all the time. I don't want to eat. That's like the thing about edibles, like. How are you going to tell me to eat something and tell me to stop? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to give me a container of little fruit snacks and then you're going to tell me only eat like three of them? Nah. <laughs> I'm going to eat, I'll probably like, I usually try to do like 50 milligrams of stuff when I first try it. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's... I do like a good like, so big... I would say like a 30 to 50. How about that? Depends on what it is. If it's like gummies or whatever, I might pop like, 40 or 50. If it's like a drink or something, I don't know how it's going to hit me. I might do like 30. Unless it's small. I'm not going to lie. I drank a whole bottle one time of something. <laughs> it's hard to stop on those things too. Yeah, I did that the other day with one of the Keef sodas, like the 100 milligram soda. I never soda. had those ones. They're pretty solid. It was my first time those. having a 100 milligram one. Um, and it is like slightly more bitter, I think, just because of the emulsion than Does the it taste like soda yeah it like tastes like a root like it a... tastes like a root beer with like a or whatever flavor the orange or the root beer it tastes like a soda but has like a slight bitterness on the back from the infusion i think personally is my opinion there's this other brand that i've been wanting to try and it's a drink and it's like they come in those like kind of glass bottles and it's like a kind of frosted bottle i can't remember what it is it's a frosted oh is it um and then they have like all these different is it like the la the la familia yeah 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 and yeah i haven't had one i haven't either like blueberry one i think they did was like a collab i heard it's good like i hear from different bartenders everywhere that they like it and it looks like the presentation's nice and everything and it's like appealing you know yeah it's um it was good i liked it actually I, somebody was talking pretty uh, highly of it when i was at the woods lounge the other day they were drinking that have you been to any Wait, what's lounge um the right off uh in west hollywood it's the so the woods dispensary has a, the lounge and the artist tree also has a lounge yeah right, that, right i know there. the artist tree has that i haven't been to either one though yet i should probably yeah go. check it out it's cool little you know go out in the woods chilling smoking a little cabana and in then, the woods but yeah so they have like you walk back they call it like the giggle garden okay. it's like a whole they have their bar where you can buy cannabis drinks 
And then they have little cabanas that you can go sit and smoke in. So do they raise the prices on the products because it's like a lounge thing? Well, that's a good question. And so when I went there, they weren't, um, no, they not, not yet. Like they were initially, like they were initially, I think, charging to rent out the cabanas per hour, but they're doing some construction on their other bar because they're going to have an alcohol bar in mm -hmm. there too in the future, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so right now you don't have to charge, they don't charge you to smoke in there and they actually don't charge to rent uh, pieces either, which is interesting. Okay. That's cool. So how are they? Okay. So but they don't charge you, they don't charge you an entry fee. No, no cover. So when you come in, is it like a dispensary or is it yeah. like a restaurant? It's a dispensary. So you walk in, it's dispensary, and then you walk out to the back is the lounge. Oh. So yeah, you can go. Yeah, you just have to buy the product there. You can't bring in your own shit. Okay, so when you're saying the artistry and the artistry has a lounge, it's attached to the artistry. Yeah, it's upstairs. Or it's not a whole different artistry. Yeah, it's okay. upstairs. So yeah, that's artistry. Um, the one in West Hollywood. Okay. So yeah, it's artistry studio. So it's the dispensary and then the lounge on top. Then the woods dispensary lounge in the back, and then I think the next lounge that's going to open is going to be the original High Times one or the Lowell Cafe. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. got the I High Times signs there. up now. Oh, I think you mentioned that. Yeah. How, tell me a little about that. <laughs> I used to work for the whole little community thing because uh, at first they were. They initially started as Suicide Girls. And then the Suicide Girls, they had their vapes and stuff. And then that was like their kind of way of getting in their foot in the door, you know, because the Suicide Girls kind of already had a name for themselves. And so um, with that, they just came up with the, they had the little farms. And I started off doing just like helping them out, doing like little brand ambassador stuff and then they had opened their distro and at that time you know that was still in the transitional period of things becoming legal and so there it was kind of like on hush hush you know so <laughs> I worked there and there's probably only about like seven of us at that time like working like 10 hour days and like 12 days a week <laughs> whatever we were working like no days off and then once that, like, once they became legal and stuff, then, like, they became bigger and, I don't know. And then they opened up that cafe because there was multiple owners to the brand. And so then, like, one of the owners had the cafe already in mind. Like, they've been planning this for a long time. And then after that, they came out with that. And, yeah, and then I was, like, they needed some girls there. I decided to do that. I was doing both things. And it was just a little hustler, but it was actually <laughs> fun. It was cool to see something like that for the first time because it was like one of the first cannabis cafes to open ever in the United States, right? Yeah. So it was dope to be a part of that because it was just something, you know, seeing people eating their food at a restaurant type vibe, but then like, sorry, everybody's blowing me up. <laughs> but... <laughs> It was like a restaurant type vibe, but then they're also like people are smoking and stuff. Like if people seeing blowing smoke in the air, they're getting their food delivered, but then they're also getting their bongs delivered in their weed, you know? So I like the idea and I like the concept of everything. It was obviously like, you know, just kind of like an unorganized situation because it's all new to everybody. Just like the weed industry is, is still new to everybody. So no one really knew 
you know, there it, behind the scenes, it was kind of a little bit of a mess. But I think the whole idea of the cafe was amazing. And it was just different, you know, seeing like kind of standing back and looking at everybody and seeing people not having their phones in their hands, seeing people laugh and they're smoking. Maybe someone would take their phone up to take a picture of the food or whatever, but then that their phone was down because they're passing around bongs. Like, how can you have your phone in your hand if you're holding a bong and lighting it at the same time? You can't. You just gotta enjoy <laughs> the moment, you know, and be in the moment. So it was just a nice experience, you know, and then it kind of fell through during COVID, you know. So that's when it got, that's when it went under was yeah, the, yeah huh? the COVID. They tried to bring it back and they were because they hit me up to rehire and they said they were going to have it back running like um, like that fall or whatever after COVID was kind of clearing up. But it just never got back up after that. So, yeah, it's like you were saying, there's so much on the back end with these lounges and stuff where they're yeah. still trying to like figure stuff out yeah. and the legalities, all the red tape. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I feel it's cool, though, to be able to say that, right, that you worked yeah. at like the first yeah. cannabis cafe, like at legal one ever, basically. Yeah. Like, And it's cool because like you were just getting people who were coming from like all over, you know, just to come to experience this because it was an experience. It was a little pricey. But, you know, it was an experience to have. It was something to come see and, like, be able to smoke in the first cafe. And that was just, I don't know, it was something It was something nice to see. Because, obviously, there was a point in time where people were smoking not too long ago in restaurants and stuff, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, they were smoking cigarettes and well, it's stuff. Like, but... it's, it's still, like, a trip to me when I go in to do these, like, events there. And I'm like, it still clicks in my head sometimes. I'm like, oh, there's smoke in here. Oh, yeah, we're smoking in here. Like, yeah. It still trips me out. Yeah, exactly. So it's just nice to be a part of, you know. But, you know, weed has its its beautiful parts and it has its ugly parts, you know. So just like anything else. And it's still new. So no one really, everybody's still figuring it out. Yeah, there's so much to figure out. And that's a part of the exciting part about being in the industry, right? It's yeah. like kind of on the forefront of what's happening in yeah. the game. It'll be interesting to see as it, you know, in our lifetime is the way things go. Like, what is your, do you have like a dream goal or like anything like that with cannabis that you'd like to do or like? You know, I do and I did, I don't know. You know, everything's still kind of up in the air. Of course, I would still like to have a piece of cannabis with me always, but you <laughs> know, like I'm still open to be like doing new things. Like I kind of wanted, I'm kind of wanting to get out of the cannabis thing right now. But also, like it's a love of mine that I have and always had for it. I have a little bit of an attachment issue, <laughs> <laughs> but I think you know maybe sometime in the future, I might have my own brand or I could have my own dispensary. Anything is possible, you know. But we'll see. You never know what's in the works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny that kind of like uh, along the lines for of what you're saying is like I was doing this like True Buds videos and podcasts and stuff before I actually was like doing cannabis retail sales and stuff. Um, and when and as I've gotten more into the sales stuff, I've found myself kind of getting more away from the video stuff I was initially doing. So I'm like trying to get more back into that because I kind of lost track of like my initial love for like the content aspect yeah it's always been there but it just kind of fell to the wayside for a little bit so this year yeah. i'm really trying to up that and did you want a little do you want a little shot yeah, by the way what is that so what the, are you doing there so i've just been adding these play shots it's just 10 milligrams of thc it's more of like a sativa feel 
Okay. Or I have wonders more in Indica or Calm Super Low Dose. Let's too. do the Sativa because we don't, I don't know. I don't want to be put down. <laughs> like, it's going to hit me later. But how how many milligrams is that? Uh, this is 10 uh, THC in here. Oh, okay. So it's like, yeah, really pretty okay. mellow. Um, Should I drink more of this or is it going to like. Your call, you can, uh, let's I can just see. pour it on in there. Yeah, just. Let's do yeah, just go right back yeah. out. Yeah, I usually like a lot of times I'll just take them as little shots, but when we're like, when I'm chilling like this, I like just having a oh, little it's drink. Not too bad. Yeah, it's got it's a little like. Bad. It tastes like. A... It's got like a little flavor. How's that sparkling water in general? The sparkling water is good. I think it has a little. Oh, I think the two combined maybe made it a flavor. <laughs> yeah, it's like a yeah, it has like a blueberry. Like and then that's that orange like, hibiscus. So it's a blueberry pomegranate orange hibiscus. <laughs> hey, it might as well be a it's a tropical, more. tropical mai tai. Some and what shit. do you have here? What is um, this? That's some farm to lab. Can I, I open it? Yeah, yeah. I think that's. Um, what's that sound about? Oh, banana. You can actually, you can actually have that eighth if you'd like. Oh yeah, I will. I love farm to lab. They're super cool. There's grows actually probably pretty close to you. It's up in uh, Venice, right on the border of Panorama City. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I know. Yeah, they've been in the game for a while. Super cool uh, owner. I met him at um, Hall of Flowers. Mm -hmm. He's from New Jersey, too, so we kind of hit it off. Um, but, yeah, they do good stuff. They've been expanding. Um, they got a couple of dispensaries out in the desert, hot springs, their grow, delivery, all that stuff. Yeah. We have some grows over in hot springs as well, too. Well, have you, do you spend much time out there ever, like Palm Springs, hot springs area? Um, We went out there a couple times, and then I went out there for the Hall of Flowers and stuff, obviously. But, um. Um, just like seeing the grow and stuff, which was cool, and just like knowing like where our product comes from, and like you know, just like the background yeah. of it. Um, it's cool. Everything's really cool down there, and it's nice to see how, like how our flower grows. But we also have some grows at our own shops as well. Like they grow at the shops. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. Yeah. Where can, is there like a window in where yeah. you can? I always love that look. It adds a little element for me when I come in. I'm like, okay, yes. this is like a cool. Like I'm I'm in the game here. <laughs> <laughs> have you been to um lemonade uh pacoima or like arlita yeah i have um it's been honestly though like a, a year it's probably yeah. been a year actually they're like they picked up a lot because they were kind of slow in the beginning but like it's they, an interesting location there it's yeah it's a tough location yeah. because you're kind of off the freeway but then it's like even if you were to see it you'd have to kind of like pass it's a little it. off the trail yeah, kind of exactly yeah. so you'd have to like know that's where you want to go but that's a cool little spot and that's where they have the window too where you can like see the weed okay and and lemonade and hot box are are they combined or are they in yeah, business together? Yeah, that's one of our that's one of our shots. Okay. It's the same and is and then is the high part of yes. your guys' stuff too? Yeah. So the high, the hot. It, the high actually used to be a hot box. Yeah, I could, that store right there, or used to be like a CPR or something it, yeah, too. That, was that. that store has changed a lot. Um, because yeah. I stopped by initially when it was first CPR and it was in the process of changing. And every time it looks better when I go in there, like new racks, like merch and stuff. It looks cool. Yeah, they're really coming together. I love that shop over there. I love a lot of my shops I go to, but I don't know. Is it the shop or is it the people or is it me? I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> That's the thing is, I, for the most part, like all the shops and Bud Tender, everybody's pretty dang chill for the most yeah. part. It's hard. I don't have any shop where I'm like, fuck, I got to go to this shop. I'm like, oh, well, you know. I do have a shop yeah. like that. I'm not going to say yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to put you guys out there like that. But what? what, just rude or not? No, it was a shop I, I did go to a lot. And then, like, you know, there's a point in time where you don't go to that shop for a while. And then I guess they finally did a reorder. But then they had, like, a new... um ownership or changing management or something like that because then when i went in they were obviously reconstructing 
And I was like, oh, okay, cool. First off, it was downtown and I had to park my car in the alley. I didn't feel too good about that. Where all the like, all the people That's hanging sketchy, out yeah. in the alley. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you have to like go to the back door and you're knocking at the door hoping someone's gonna hear you and you're just like, I don't know, you're a guy. It's different when you're a woman and you're just hanging out in the alley. Well, downtown can get sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then, um, and then the manager, he seemed pretty cool. And then it wasn't until like, I was like, you know, talking to customers and then, oh, first I went up to him and I asked him about the prices and like how much he was selling the hot box for. And he had like um, a list, like the prices posted on like one of those TV screens or whatever. And I was yeah. like, oh, never mind, it's up there. And then he's like, oh, don't look at that price. That's not the price. And I was like, oh, okay, well, like, what's the price? He was like, oh, I'm like, don't worry about it. And I was like, mm, okay, so then like, I'm doing my thing. <laughs> I'm like doing my thing. People are coming up to me. I'm telling them about the hot box. They're like, oh yeah, how much is it? And I'm like, oh, it's um from what I saw that they're posted, it's like ranging from this price. I was like, but I'm not sure if that's including or not including tax. And he was like, okay. So then they go back. And then these people are coming back and they're looking like angry at me. And I'm just like, and then the manager comes, he's like, could you not mention the prices to the customers? And I was like, well, it's posted up there. And I was like, and plus I need the prices so I can like send it to Hustle my it. people. Yeah. yeah. So I can send it to my people. I have to like write a report and yeah. stuff, you know? And so I'm like, I, they need to know like what the prices are. He's like, why do they need to know the prices? I'm like, cause it's their product and they want to know how much you're selling the product for and if it's pushing or not. And then he's just like, well, I don't think that's important to them why they need to know that information. And then I'm like, dude, I've never had this kind of issue before at a shop. Like, why are you giving me so much attitude? And then I was trying to show him like my paperwork and stuff, like what I'm supposed to fill out. And I'm like, see, everybody else shows the prices. I need to know your guys' prices. He's like, well, what is cookies selling it for? Just put that we're selling it as the same price as cookies. And then I was just like, you know There's what? Some, like, it's this like is being... Some passive aggressive bullshit. Yeah, it's exactly. So at that point, I was just like, well, at, now you pissed me off and I'm not pushing shit for you. <laughs> You're going to have to push it yourself. So anybody who comes up to me, I'm just going to direct them to you and you guys can push that. And then, um, then my phone died. <laughs> and so then I was just, you know, alone. So I went to go talk to the bud tenders and, you know, be personable. You know, talk to them about the weed. I'm asking them what weed they like. We're laughing. We're having a good time. Getting the security guard on it. It was a good time. We're all laughing. And then all of a sudden, someone peeks their head out the back and, like, does the, like, uh, and then everybody starts, like, to scatter. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then one of the bartenders come up to me, and they're like, oh, my God, you're so cool. You seem like such a cool person, but we're not allowed to talk to people. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, what? And then I went up to security guard, like over here, like, yo, bro, like some weird shit going. And then like they came out and they said something to him. So then at this point, no one could talk to me. So I'm just like, hmm. So I, I was like, I'm ready to get the hell up out of this shop. It was just like uncomfortable vibe. It was yeah. weird energy. And then on top of that, the manager. He's like, oh, let me help you and let me walk you to your car. He helped me to the car and he's like, we loved you so much. We want you to come back as soon as possible and we're going to book you for next week. And I'm just like, oh, please, Lord, don't bring me back to this shop. And so I can't do a couple hours there just not talking to anybody. I can't really be like personable. And the way. customer has got to feel that vibe, too, especially yeah. if the employees are kind of like walking on eggshells. It's like. Right? It's a dispensary or a sweatshop. Yeah, like, like, good for you. What? Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, some of these like 
uh, some people just have certain like egos. Like I saw somebody make a funny LinkedIn post the other day, like a sales rep. He's like, why is somebody who's overdue payment 120 days make me feel like a dick for asking for the money? <laughs> right? You know, like stuff like that. It's like, yo, it's like, it's crazy. Right? But the, back to your like asking for the price point, like even apart from your, your hot bot, even your company wanting to yeah. know it's important for, because I have customers, if I'm pitching a product, it's hard. Like, oh, how much does it cost? Like, yeah, I need to be able to tell the customer. Yeah. How like, am that's, I selling it? It's absurd. And saying like, oh, it's good for a good price when I don't know what the price is. Yeah. It's like trying to like, and they're probably trying to like run one over on the customers, exactly. like putting a fake price. And I'm, a, I'm the type of customer a lot of times where I'm honestly bad at like not looking at my receipt and kind of just paying stuff like. If it was a $35 eighth and they charged me 37, I probably wouldn't notice, you know. Yeah. If the screen said, you know what I mean? I wasn't even thinking about that like that. Like they were, but I was thinking that shit was definitely sketchy and I don't like that type of vibe. Like, why would I want to be in that environment? Yeah. And you're so like, you know, I've meeting you the first time, you're so chill. Like, I couldn't see you coming in being like rude, you know? It's just yeah, funny. Like, I'm just like, what is going on? And then it's like, how am I supposed to be able to connect with the bud tenders or educate them or, you know, see what they like, what they don't like, what's wrong with the product, like this and that, like what type of flow they have in the store if I can't talk to them, you know? Yeah. How am I supposed to build a relationship if it's just like, okay, I'm just supposed to sit in a corner and just like. Well, it's good to know that shops like that are out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be careful, you guys. <laughs> they are out there and definitely there are like some swindler shops out there, you know? But then there's good shops that like, you know, been in it for a minute through the yeah. chat days and they know of like the bullshit of the taxes and all that. So they try to help out their customers and like do deals and do happy hours or like, you know, there's there's a lot of shops still out there like trying to help people out. And I know a lot of people judge shops sometimes and they're like, oh, they're so overpriced and blah, blah, blah. But it's like you have to find those shops. You know, some people don't put their prices up with the taxes and some people do. They let you know everything like what's up, like right in front, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. But then, you know, I still have my trap guys, too, that I get my weed from. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially for the flower, it's, it just makes sense. Like a lot of times. Yeah. Because who wants to be spending like seventy dollars for some wheat for an eighth you know yeah, it's like it's ridiculous out here <laughs> yeah it's hard to justify and the taxes is interesting and the laws that are changing with that but yeah it's like for the average customer going in i think i think there should be a uniform thing where it's like every dispensary should have to put their same pricing with or without tax mm -hmm. because we know it we see that we're used to seeing signs but a regular customer might not know there's going to be tax. I've seen people get mad about it, actually. Yeah, exactly. Because and then like some places have different taxes, you know, so it's like the tax can like super hop up, you know, or they have multiple taxes that's on yeah, there. Little... So it's just like, I don't know. It's some of them. They're good. So there's some good finds. If I could put a little list out there of the good finds, then I will. <laughs> and, and I'm a big fan of like over communication, like too in general from like to the customer or like you're like from the buyer and managers like for instance like back to the payment thing like if somebody can't pay me right away like the cool thing that i like that people do is like hey like i'm gonna put you we'll, we'll get you one scheduled a couple weeks from now or i can pay you half it's like just working with people you know yeah. and just being like hey we can't do this right now but we're gonna try our best like just those little things go so far for me personally it's <laughs> like only if it were that easy. Yeah, in this real. industry, I've definitely learned that throughout the years that I've been in it, is that there has been the common denominator is there is no communication. There's no communication from distro to sales to BAs to bud tenders to managers to buyers. There's no 
communication sometimes and that's like a big problem because you have a bunch of different people mixed in this new world you have the people who've been in it for from the trap days who really don't know anything else but weed and then you have who can't really trust anybody but then you have the people who are you know these business people that who want like they want ends on this you know they're like yeah. oh i want a piece of that action that they got going on in the cannabis industry so they're over here bringing their money buying things trying to run it in a certain business way when other people are used to running it in a secretive kind of way. And so nobody wants to, uh, to anybody to take someone's action away from them or like, you know, so it's just weird. Yeah, it's and like, I've it's... been through all parts of it. I've been in the distro part, in the outside part, behind the counter. And it's just like, that's the common denominator is just nobody communicates with each other and it creates so many problems. And that's probably what could end up keeping this like industry from flourishing. You know, we're only just holding each other back. But shit, you got to learn, you know, trial and error. Yeah, that, that's that's some real talk you just laid down. For real, cause <laughs> right? The communication thing's huge. And that's where like people like us are, I think, a huge like part of that communication because we are the boots on the ground doing these events, talking mm -hmm. to bud tenders. And if, if brands don't have that, there's even a way more even lack of communication. But it, you're, you're so right. It's crazy sometimes. And like, depending on the distros, um, you know, I've worked with smaller distros in the past where the communication is just tough. Sometimes I don't know when things were delivered. Now we're with like mm -hmm. Nabis, which is super on point, but it's like interesting. There's so many variables and levels to the game. Exactly. That... It's just like, there's certain things that goes wrong with my own, with the own brand that I'm with that just there's no communication and things can be so much simpler and nobody could be wasting their time or doing anything extra if we just all communicated with each other. You know, it's like, why is everything such a secret or people were just so busy, you know, focused on their own personal things on what's going on, not even saying like personal things outside of work but you know just their own personal things with work with what their job is everybody feels like they're important as they should but <laughs> <laughs> but you know no one's focused on like communicating something that can make it easier for everybody else and then we're all just like out here looking dumb <laughs> you know uh, you know what i've thought about too it's not my job obviously but i feel bad sometimes for some of these distro drivers coming in because i'm like some of these places could be maybe on better schedule this is a side note but i see some of these drivers waiting literally like hours yeah because i'll be doing a pad i'm like dude this homie's been here for an hour and a half yeah. like doesn't he have other stops like yeah like little things like that pop in my head sometimes I'm like dang i feel you know that's a tough one there having to having to be on other people's clock and i am too you know yeah. I, i've had to wait a while to talk to somebody but it's all good yeah but not like consistently like that i was like oh that's yeah it's definitely interesting to see how this thing will all turn out in like 10 years from now you know but Thank all your skills that you have are invaluable you know like what you've learned like you said you've basically tapped every element of market yeah so you know so much like i've learned so much just this past couple of years of doing sales and cannabis yeah. it's, it's nuts and it's yeah and it's all about like what you're gonna do with all those resources yeah. you know but i do have a couple of things in mind of just like you know just even simple things like this you know venturing out and just trying new things and getting out there because then you never know what like new interest might hit you to like come up with that plan you know to make things happen in your life yeah, so. that's, that's where I need to get better at just like just like moving faster. Yeah. Like when I just don't think and just keep creating and making shit, then it's yeah. like when I start thinking a little too much is my like problem. Yeah. And then I'm just like, okay, stop, just do it, whatever. Yeah. Put it out. 
content work or whatever but yeah and that's the great thing about this industry too is that you're just networking you're meeting so many people you know and so you're just learning so much whether you're learning something good or learning something not to do you know you're just learning from everybody that you meet and that's why i like this job it's just like i like being uh like a brown rep i like being able to drive around and meet different people and that's the good part about not being for me being a butt tender it's like you don't get wrapped in you don't get stuck with all the like little politic stuff that's going on in the shop, you know, all the little dramas and all that. I'm in the shop for a couple hours. I'm everybody's best friend. And then I'm <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> How can you get mad? Yeah. You know, I'm not here long enough to hear the drama to get soaked in. I'm an energy person. So like people's energy does take a toll on me. So like as long as I'm always feeling good and like free and just like at least able to bring that sunshine to other places that are feeling a little dark then sure, that's all I need and then being able to network and meet some of the great people that you meet that may help you like figure out things in your life or you know help be that little puzzle piece that you're missing to get that whole picture together you know so I don't know it's exciting and I'm definitely trying to take this year like by the horns and like experience new things and just like not being scared to like go out there and try something different because it's like might as well do it while you're young you know while you can like while you're able to because you know shit, you might as well set yourself up until that point you can't do it anymore yeah yeah i feel you because i'm on a similar path this year and also too with that like one of my goals is to travel a little more you know yeah get out of the country is a Me goal too. of mine this year i want to go to thailand okay check out the can i've never been to thailand i like i said yeah. i love thai food <laughs> yeah. but there, now that cannabis is legal there i think there oh. could be some super interesting opportunities like i saw like cookies just open there dope oh, okay yeah that's what was going on over there it was the camp burners account and i did see them doing a whole thing but i wasn't i just skimmed through it really quick you know that's why I, <laughs> I do that so much my my main source of like cannabis content that i consume is through linkedin probably these days i'm trying to make a linkedin account you should I it's did, great I, I actually did make it it's just not done i haven't really figured out like i haven't put all the right things on i think and I, that's a, down, I just threw some things out there just to get the account started but i think like it's just i need to spend some time on it because i don't really know what i'm like putting out there it's worth it and for mm -hmm. me i've only done one post and it was recently but like i want to start putting out more and more on there because there's so much business going on yeah um, but it's really just a nice glimpse into the industry business side for me is why i like it yeah and then they're like kind of back to what you know you were saying kind of i think with like the legacy operators and you know what people like to call like the chads or whatever yeah like um <laughs> It's so funny how there's like a consistent fight with that. You know, it's like, I'm a big fan of like, why can't we all just get along and, right? and look at the positives from both? Yeah. There's there's a lot to be learned from, you know, each side. But when people in general, apart from weed, when people get so stuck in a way yeah. and aren't open to hearing another perspective, yeah. at least hear it out. You know, yeah. you don't have to live by it. I'm just a big fan of just being open and, you know, hearing shit Same. out. It's like. Me too. I'm always. I, that's how you learn. You know, you can have your opinions, but like being open to listening to what other people have to say and get a different perspective and a view, even if you don't agree. It's just like listening and knowing that someone else thinks that this kind of way or blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm I'm always like I'll try to be open and free, you know, because you never know what other people are going through in life. You know, you never know what situations people are and you know even though the situations aren't like yours or might be as big as yours or anybody else's like people handle things differently and it's no reason to just like disregard wh what makes them feel how they feel you know so i'm always open to like accepting like 
people's inputs and opinions on things, even if I might not agree, but it's just like, okay, like I got it. But the people who are just gonna keep arguing and all this stuff, I'm not a person who's gonna go back and forth and back and forth with somebody just to get a point across. Like, I see what they say and that's it, you know? Like, And there is a lot of that on LinkedIn, like a lot of bickering <laughs> and fighting. Like I'll click on comments sometimes, like, dang, you guys have time to write 10 comments? Yes. Like, that takes time, time. like for <laughs> yeah. real. Like, I'm trying to get better responding to my YouTube comments and stuff because yeah. I haven't been good lately at that, but I just need to do it right when they come in. But it's like, <laughs> I just don't, it's just funny to me. I don't know. No, I feel it. Definitely. Like I said, that's like the industry is the communication problem. That's why we can't communicate with anybody because like I said, there's people who's been in it for a minute who's like, you can't tell me that anything, this is what we, you know, what it is, blah, blah, blah. And then you have people who are like in that business mindset, like this is how things are supposed to be. This is it. So everybody has their mindset that they're stuck with and no one's really has that open like mindset to like be able to like hear people out, hear what's going on. And like we could be helping each other out, but if, as long as everybody's being stubborn, then I guess it's just going to learn the hard way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. I think this will be a very telling year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I should have offered earlier. No. Um, yeah, can you feel can free I to have that. that. Yeah, yeah, that should be cleared out for you. I got some. I, have like some hundreds of <laughs> I got, yeah, the homie hooked me up on the reps, and I've just, things solid. So, what is this? This GMO? I'm not sure what that one cookies? is. That's Itty Bitties, is the brand. Um, is this what's, what's in here? Um, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Whatever that strain is, is what's that. So, that, that was one of the first like NFT project cannabis things I'd seen. Um, so they're pretty, pretty cool. Um, yeah, feel free to load that on up. Light scent. Well, do you, do you lean towards, um, certain strains in general? No, I just lean toward like certain, there's certain things I like. I definitely like I'm an indica girl. I'm a hybrid girl. I'm a sativa girl too, but there's certain sativas I don't like. And it's not so much for the high. It's more so I don't like the taste, you know? I don't like that extra, like, citrusy, diesel-y kind of taste. I, I love that. That's I what know. It, some people do. But I, it's sometimes so it's just too annoying. Like, it's so... It's like almost having like real garlic, you know, and that that taste hanging on to you. To me, that's what it feels like. That's a good comparison because I do love garlic. I'm not a big garlic fan. I'll, either. I'll, I'll like, eat, like I like garlic for flavor. I don't like overpowering things in garlic. I don't want to leave a place and feel like unless it's like crab, you know, crab oil or something like that. And it's do you like, like garlic knots or are those too intense? I like the garlic knots, but sometimes they can be too. Intense. Sometimes they're intense. I got some really intense ones. Are proper pizza and pasta. It's called. Okay. I just ordered it randomly a couple weeks back and they were the most garlicky garlic knots I've ever had, but they were good. But I love onions. I'm an onion fan too. <laughs> I love onions. Yeah, it's funny because not a lot of guys like onions. I love them all. I've I like I used to eat like several onions. I, I saute onions and garlic in so many dishes I make. It just adds love, flavor. It is flavor. It brings it just hits that like kick to it. Like it, it can make that thing kind of sweet. It can make that thing kind of like have that little spice or something. I don't know. Yeah, I love cause, Yeah, you can play with them. Like you're saying, you can saute yeah. them low and slow for yeah. a little more caramelization. Yeah. And then I, or, or even like some finely shredded raw ones I like to do on top is like a little garnish. Or even these green onions I've just been throwing out on top shit just because I keep growing so fast. I'm like... Oh, and then back to the okay. If you ever do go to Rock and Sushi, there was these garlic beans that were like garlic beans. <laughs> there was these green beans that had like a honey garlic drizzle thing on it. Fire! Okay. And I like I'm not a big garlic fan, but they were amazing, and it was covered in garlic, and I like loved it. This shit was good. 
Rockin' sushi. Hey, you've you, you, like sold me for I'm about to like get sushi today. I'm like shit. It's just such, it is good and it's good quality and it's just not pricey. You know what I'm saying? And it's not bad food. It's just like it's just it's good. It's just good all around. I need to start like maybe I should like do like food reviews. I should do all the reviews. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's what I want to. I did like two episodes of it, but I want to start my series back. Uh, did it called Cali Munchies, and I just want to like just basically blaze up and go to dope spots. I went to like Pink's Hot Dogs, but I want to go to like the t most classic bomb ass food places around and just smoke up and just eat food and I'm kick gonna it. I want to go to all the food places, like even the holes in the walls. Like I go to spots like in the heads and all these spots. I'd be finding like these family owned spots, like just gold. Like, and every, all the people in like the neighborhood knows about the spots or something like that. Cause sometimes that's like, there's there's places that's like nice and fancy and all that stuff. But I've been to fancy restaurants and I've had expectations of my food tasting some kind of way and not getting that. Especially you know? when you're paying like, like a premium price yes. point. It's like, this if I'm paying 40 bucks for the dish it better be fire okay and then on top of that like i'm playing this and then you're gonna give me a small ass portion of it too like this shit better be amazing but uh, i want to go to like all those spots i like like you know i do like the fancy spots but i like finds the, like i like those little gems you know those are the best my buddy showed me one a little while back like a mm -hmm. taco stand mm -hmm. um vijas Vejas taco, Vejas tacos. Um, it's kind of like Pasadena area. Okay, I haven't been there. Um, but this guy's all about the tacos. I got the Leo taco truck down the street's pretty good. Um, but this place was super bomb. Mm -hmm. um, but I like finding those like Langers. I almost went to yesterday. I love that sandwich spot. I don't know if you've been there. Langers. Yeah. No, where's that? Um, it's kind of oh, what's that park? MacArthur Park. It's right mm -hmm. next to there. Okay. Um, but it's the sandwich is twenty bucks. Okay, but is it like it's, filling? Yeah, it's okay. you. If you eat that whole thing, you're full for sure. Sometimes I'll just eat half and save the other half. But like, one of the best sandwiches I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Okay. If you like like pastrami style shit. Okay, I'm not a big corn pastrami beef. person, okay. and I wish I was. I don't know what it's about it. I just like it's a taste. Yeah, it has like a cured taste. Maybe is that what it is? They I have other know. sandwiches there too. That's like their classic I'm a big sandwich person. Yeah, you'll. You should definitely check it. If you like sandwiches, check it out. I'm definitely a sandwich person. I'm going to have to check it out before I do keto. <laughs> yeah, I already yeah, do a little fun cheat on it. It's like... Maybe, yeah. And if you like sandwiches, I got another spot. Really cute. It's called um, New York Deli. New York Deli. And it's right next to Budico, downtown LA. Right next I've been to the door. I've been there. You have Yeah, I, I, got, I, I got a sandwich. It was like pretty, it was like 11 bucks and it was like fat. Yes. I'm like, this thing's fat, good. It's good. They use the boar's head if you get that. Yeah, like, they got a little New York style going. Yeah. That's fired. The tuna's fired. The tuna's amazing. It has like all this flavor and it's just, it's not just some mayonnaise and tuna together. He put like some love in it. Okay. And you can tell it's like a little family spot in the lobby. It's the yeah, girl it's a cool who little spot. in the lobby. I'm always saying hi to them, even when I don't work. Like, and I just like, I'm in an area I drive by. I have little spots, you know, I like respect the people. I come by, say hi, I bring people to them. I make sure I get the business. I like little family owned spots and I like to see them thrive, you know? Yeah, that's what it's all about. Exactly. It's I need to get better at, you know, do, I do do that at restaurants, but I need to get better at doing that at like other stores. For, do I don't that. really know what, like some of these little, mar I have like a bunch of little markets around me, like little grocery oh, yeah. store things. Like I just go to grocery outlet, Yeah. but I'm thinking like maybe I should support some of these little local spots a little more. Like, should yeah, it? it's nice to, I mean, I'm here for everything, you know, I'm here for the big business 
business, but then I'm here to see the small guys win, you know? Because at the end of the day, we're all just like that small guy, you know? We're all just trying to make it. Yeah. And like, it's just nice to like, like it, someone might walk into my thing, whatever it is one day and they'd be like, dang, I just want to see this girl. Like she's over here. She's doing her thing. She's actually like in the building. She's got her sign up on the wall. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to, I want to just show my support. Like she's gotten this far. I want to see her make it, you know? So that's how I feel when I go into places and I see like, you know, two people kind of coming from nothing and it's just like they're making their own brand. They're making their own way, whether you have a truck or you have a little a little shop, you know, or whether it's as small as a closet, you got there, you got on the street, you got, you you did something, you know? So it's like, I want to see it happen. I, I want to see the guy, the small guys win, you know? Hey, respect, respect. Same here. And it's like, you're inspiring me for something I want to do this summer is um, just like some old school street hustle shit. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to make, um, I've been working on a recipe for like this, like a couple different waters, like a chlorophyll healthy water. Mm -hmm. okay. um, and then like another blue spinnerilla. Water okay. I got from Salty makes these drinks. I'm basically kind of copying it a little bit. Yeah. But I'm just going to make a shit ton of them. And I'm going to just go try to hustle them on Santa Monica Beach in the summertime. Do it. Fuck and just it. and then also have maybe have like a little upsell. Like, you want some weed in there? Yeah. But, like, <laughs> and like even like set the vibe. Like bring your friends. Yeah. You know, make it a thing. It doesn't have to be like, oh, we're just over here working. Like we're over here celebrating. Like, yeah. Have fun with it. Yeah. yeah like, I'm like, because I'm like, music. I see people hustling. I'm like, I kind of yeah. want to get back to a little different old school. Just yeah. hustle like that. Like, and like energy is everything and if you're throwing the energy out there shit you're gonna catch something back you're gonna bring energy back and then shit it's just gonna go around so you just gotta like throw it in the air manifest it <laughs> yeah it was cool or a piece yeah. of content this is kind of weird video i'm doing but it's it came out well or yeah. some shit I, like i never did a podcast before but like i was like down to do it like fuck it why not especially if i want to start like getting into voiceovers or like doing any of that i have to learn by being comfortable in front of a microphone like what I'm even doing, you know, like, so I'm just like, just trying not to be so scared anymore. And I'm just trying to be like more, if I'm saying I'm an open and free person, then let me be open and be free and like, let my mind explore. Cause there could be something great out there. You know, I feel like school just teaches you to like obey and like, have like this mindset that you're supposed to do this and this and this and this and then it's scary when things don't go that way you know but then it's just like no one really teaches you to just like be free and it's okay to think like it's okay for things to go wrong it's like this is all part of the growing process and like what you need to like be able to find yourself and find out like the person that you are so I'm definitely it's crazy because it's like you know I'm older now and you think you learn but I'm learning every day so it's just like that's the best perspective to have i think anybody who says they're not learning i don't even want to like talk to right right <laughs> <laughs> exactly. for real though it's like the, and there's so there's always so much you know cannabis industry apart like and that's where i like i've had like people say like, oh you're like always like looking trying to find yourself as, as somebody told me that's like a bad thing i'm like isn't that like that I think that's good personally. Like, yeah, I'm always working on myself, always trying to, yeah. you know, get better, figure out myself a little more. Maybe I, maybe there's something else I like to do, you know, it's like, yeah. I'm a big fan of that. And when you were saying earlier, like going out and I think you said laser tag, um, what popped in my head and just came back was um, virtual reality. Yeah. Have you done that? No, but okay. Have you seen the sandbox? No, is that a movie? No, it's a place. <laughs> Where is that one? Uh, sandbox VR. 
Oh my god! Because I, I went to one. My friends, and I'm like, we should do this. It looks do like it. so much fun, and they like low key videotape you on the it's other sick. end. It's sick. I've I've done it one time, and it was amazing. <laughs> like, it's hilarious. I'm like laughing because I'm watching the people freak out. You know, like because not everybody's a professional. Not everybody plays video games every day, shooting motherfucking zombies or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just like dead. I was like, I'm down to do it. I'm scared, but I'm down to do it. Everything's scary, you know? Yeah. Are we going to be scared all our lives? Gosh, I want to like go to the shooting range, you know? Like I want to do something like that too. I, I'm Have you little, shot guns before? No, I've never shot a gun. I've been around a lot of guns. I've never shot a gun. But like, fuck it, why not? Like, and I heard it's I enjoy. like a it's nice fun. release. It's like, fun, honestly. Energy. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's kind of like one of those adrenaline things i guess yeah yeah it's fun yeah like from, yeah it's a little kind of a, it's kind of a little rush and it's also like ch challenging like i have a bunch of uh, uncles and my brothers um who go shooting like mm -hmm. they live in uh, kansas um mm -hmm. so they'll do some hunting like my little brother just sent a picture he went like he was deer hunting at like 6 a.m this morning by himself like with his bow <laughs> like yeah, and the, and my little brother's like such a hard ass like he like makes he like made it he like made his own bow his like own arrows like he'll like okay. skin it like do everything with it I'm like dude you're you crazy yeah, but it it, it does feel good I went out um, we do a brothers weekend as a new thing um, my the older brothers actually my little brother was there too we go on my brother's land and just hang out mm -hmm. cook up shoot guns but it's just fun you know like yeah. shooting targets and shit um, but. Yeah. I know some people get rubbed the wrong way about just even the word gun. I know, but it's that's like, like that's what I'm saying. Because my thing is, is like, what if some like apocalypse? I always think about this. What so what if some like apocalypse shit type thing happens? I think I'm definitely down to be like fucking fight for that shit. You know what I mean? You're not gonna take me down so easily, you know. But like, I need to know how to use a gun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's like first thing. One of the things I think when apocalypse things happen and like, I don't know, zombies <laughs> and shit, because we're not too far from it. I'm not going to lie. Have you guys looked downtown? We're not too far from the zombie shit. <laughs> but um, like, I already know how to drive a car. I could whip a motherfucker, you know? <laughs> I know these freeways ins and out. If you fucking get stuck with somebody, you want to be with me. <laughs> <laughs> The maybe transporter. Not, maybe not because I could get a little indecisive. <laughs> I think I need someone with me. But um definitely like I think you need to shoot a gun. Like you need I think I just think for emergency situations and I gotta whip that bitch out and kill a zombie. Like <laughs> Yeah, I mean I, I think like you're saying, I think it's a skill that it couldn't it definitely can't hurt to know yeah like what I'm could it possibly just trying yeah. to kill people yeah like, what saying, could it possibly like, hurt one, I'm like you know i'm ready i always well, think that... about that when i leave the house i'm like can i run in these shoes <laughs> if something happens am i okay with the outfit that i'm in that's why there's always clothes in my car <laughs> <laughs> it's funny I, I i carry like a big like knife in my car just in case <laughs> and i was like loading i was like a like bud a tender machete? a bud tender was yeah well, it's like one of the littler ones. Oh, okay. So I'm like, and I had it, and I had it in there, and like I was pulled my front seat back, and because this bud tender was helping me load some stuff in, and he's like, dude, is that like a machete under your seat? I'm like, yeah, man, you never know out here, bro. Oh yeah. That's cool, right? It's like not illegal to have a machete, is yeah, it? Yeah, I, th I thought it can't be like bigger than your hand. Oh really? Oh no, that's like a knife. Because I initially, I honestly initially bought it for like camping. That's why I had it in my. That's why I had it in my car. I went camping and I'm like, mm -hmm. fuck it. I'm just gonna leave it in my car. Like, 
I'm done. But yeah, I'm a yeah, head on a swivel, you know. Yeah, that's what I, but you know, I don't think about like, you know, just like having a gun. I mean, for safety reasons, yeah. But I think I'm a pretty tough girl and I can like really handle myself. Like, I think a taser or some spray or whatever is cool, but I think people will look at me a couple of times before they decide they want to run up on me. <laughs> but I think I always just think like, I want to learn to shoot a gun because I'm always thinking like, what if there's a zombie apocalypse? Because like, that can happen. Anything's possible. What, could yeah, you I mean, run in the outfit that you're in if we had to go right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be good. I could go. Yeah. I, would, I don't have my shoes on. Heels. Yeah. But you like to your point of the shoes, though, is some real shit. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, right? <laughs> I always think about that. Yeah, because it's like for real, like real shit. Why like not? If I had to get away from some shit right now, could I get away in these shoes? And then I always think to myself how I would do it. And I'm like, oh, I'd throw them off if it's one Yeah, I was going to say barefoot worst yeah. case is always an option. Yeah. If I could just go, you know? I'll run fast, but I'm not gonna listen to shoes when we back. <laughs> the funny, funny story is like the only time I've ever sprinted really barefoot was actually for for my weed grow I was doing in high school. Um, I was checking the plants. I think I've told this story before on here, but like um, I'm watering the plants. I have my motorized bicycle we, I, we used to build, my brother and I. So I have it parked down in this waterway. So he can't see me. He sees the bike. He steals my bike and starts driving away, pedaling it. Yeah. He didn't know how to start it. So I start sprinting. My sandals come off. I'm sprinting barefoot. Oh. He's on the street. I stop the first car I see. Like I go in the middle of the road. I'm like, stop. Because this guy, I'm going to have him chase. And it happened to be my best friend's mom. Randomly. She's like, hop in the fucking car. And she's like, we're going to get this motherfucker. And she like chased him down, yelled at him, like, get off the fucking bike. But my like, heels got fucked up because I was running barefoot for yeah. so long. But it's a funny story to me because I'm like, what are the chances the first car I stop? was my homie's mom. Because it was meant to be. And for that's real. how the universe works, you know? It looks out for you. You keep fucking up, though. The universe will come get your ass, for, but for real. for real, it'll come through when it needs to. Sometimes you be thinking like, damn, life is just beating up. It's coming down. And then the universe comes through and you're like, hmm. Okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You're like, thanks, universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge believer. Just like you and energy and like, um, you know the whole karma and everything like mm. you know that's that's always what i bartending too i'd do it a lot like you said when you go into a store and like you're you're the sunshine mm -hmm. or you make people's day mm -hmm. like that's always the vibe i try to have too yeah. like oh we actually like oh wait, we're happy to have you here it's like you, you're bringing that good vibe in like we know when sydney's here or jack's here they're gonna it's gonna be a dope couple hours yeah. we're gonna laugh we're yeah. gonna fucking you know jack will probably say some stupid shit like I love, it, I love it when I see some of the vendors that I love, you know, and I see them at another shop or like, you know, we run into each other again. We had a good time the first time. It's cool because I clip with like a lot of people, but like with vendors, I feel like you get that little extra inch of love from me, you know, because we're vendors. We're all in the yeah. same situation. We're driving. You're driving. You just probably came from another shop or you got another shop, you know, like we're in the same situation. So we know each other, you know, like we're all cool because we're in the industry all together. But once you're like in the same little category you are, you have like a better understanding or it's just like and then it's just like, dang, my day is going to go by a little faster, <laughs> even though we have like the shortest day, you know, like we're only there for like two hours, two, three hours. What's the longest you've ever done for Ugh, a while? Have you done like know. a whole takeover day? Yeah, like I think I've done like a day. Those days, those are. I've done that once, and it was long, but I, I think it might have been worth it. Like I don't know. I like I did like an event or something. I feel like maybe those are the longest, and it was like a day, like like maybe. But it was fun. It wasn't like I don't think those ones were really bad. But if I had to like take over, like 
like Stizzy, they have their um they have their BAs for like four hours at a shop you know who's doing some cool shit little side note um for an event coming up atrium in woodland hills does their atrium says thanks events every month Mm -hmm. but for this one it's something i've never seen eddie shop do they're actually giving out tattoos i think it's uh josh i think it might be josh wax sponsoring it but they posted on instagram they showed like josh wax is good wax that i hear it's good shit and the way they they're soil methods and whatnot but they had like a little picture on instagram of like 30 little tattoos you can get like i don't what? so i was like that's a pretty that's dope a idea little, i love it when they come up with little ideas like that yeah that's it looked cute. it looked pretty cool let me actually see if i can pull these up because i'm like i'm not going to get one of these i have been thinking about getting a tat way more lately um but I want a tattoo too. I want like a little tattoo. Yeah, I've been thinking for a while. I was always going to get one as like a memory or like a memoration thing, commemoration. Okay. So I'm thinking kind of doing like um, like roots coming up the hand okay. and like kind of like almost like tribal looking tree into okay. like a base. Uh-huh. And then it turns into like branches up here. Whoa. And then I have like maybe like a family initials on each branch or something. So it's like a family tree type oh. deal. I don't know. I'm thinking that oh. lately. You know, I just had a cool idea. That's like what some of your options you can get. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I thought the paper plane one was pretty dope. I've seen some people with those like on their necks and shit. I would do a paper plane. But oh, I'm sorry. What were you saying though? Before I. No, I just thought that uh, tree thing was a good idea. I have an idea for your tree thing, but I can't explain it. It's all up here, so it's no point in saying. <laughs> I can't. You're chilling. You're chilling. Well, uh, it would be like I was trying to say, like when it came up here, it would be like the branches, but like you know, look more like I don't know, like you know how they would like black out the bag, so then it looks like your arm is really the branches. Does that make sense? So it's like a reverse ink, almost. You're saying like the. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it in my head, but I can't. Let me see. Well, like, and the thing is, like, I say, like, that's kind of what I'm thinking. But like, even if I like, I don't know. I'll still. It'll be a while if I pull the trigger. Do you have any tattoos right now? Yeah, I have a few. They're all in between my toes. Oh yeah. No, they're not. Uh, I just want to see what you're. Gonna I was like, I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. it might hurt. Does that? <laughs> or it would either hurt I just or not hurt. It to sound interesting, but no, I have a. One on my ribs. I have one on my. Uh, is this my collarbone kind of thing? Yeah. Like yeah my like left. What is that? Ch- pack or like tra- trap? Uh, Deltoid. Collarbone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's on your trap. Trap, trap. Collarbone, trap. It's in that area. So we got one right there, and then I have one on my um. You know why the foot's funny that you say that? Is there was this dude in high school who, no joke, got a tattoo of a squish bug on the bottom of his foot. You know, I want something stupid. I'm like, that's so funny. I'm like, dude, he's like, oh, it's going to wear off in a couple years anyway. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. I would. At least he knows that. Yeah, that's funny. I wanted a finger tattoo, but all my friends say your finger tattoos are like, it wears off. But that's if you get it inside the finger. That was like the roughest part about low key about bartending for so long was, um, you know, like the different sinks. There's like three different sinks. I don't know if you've ever seen bartenders cleaning dishes Mm -hmm. or you've done it. Um, But that after years and years, like, fuck, like I used to have like 
fucking yeah. shit. Like my yeah. finger, my hands are so fucked up, yeah. and, and I'm like, from the, from, yeah, I know. What you're and my about. shoulder too has gotten way better because I was shaking so many cocktails every night. <laughs> I would get home from work and be like, fuck, like my like I would be trying to go to bed and just have like a pulsating like. Yeah, I so I'm like happy. Attending. Yeah. Okay. So you know how it is. Yeah, I know. You make I good money to, though. I went to bartending school. <laughs> have you ever thought about getting back in it? Maybe with like a cannabis bartending? I don't know. I haven't made a drink in a long time. I don't okay. even know if I'm, I really just take shots now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. Maybe I should probably. But well, it's just a lot. I mean, the only bartending that I did. I worked for this uh, staffing company, fine dining staffing yeah. or something like that. I don't know what the hell. But it was cool because it was a flexible job. You know, you kind of like pick the hours you want to work, whatever, because you pick, they only did like, you pick the job you want to do. And they have like events. So I only did the cool events. I wanted to do like, I did the Golden Globes or the Emmys or something like that. I did the Star Wars um grand op like what's the premiere the star wars premiere or something i did but you know I'm yeah person, i don't know what you talk a lot of actors do those gigs yeah i'm like i'm like the person like you know being the server like the know? cocktail yeah, like, waitress you're like serving to celebrities and shit you know i did like the taylor swift concert oh actually no i canceled last minute i did the kendrick lamar concert and that's when i was bartending I was how was bed. that I made so much money so fast. It was like, and it was over all the way in the, at the forum. And I was like, damn, I'm about to, I was like low key thinking, I was like, I should just quit doing this shit and just do this at um at the forum. Cause the forum, when there's concerts, those bartenders make so much money. Cause people are drunk. People That's are just like, coming. You can make. They're like, and then all you're doing is doing like beer and wine. You're not even yeah, doing anything, money, or like yeah. you know, like a rum and coke. You know, you're doing like. Isn't it kind of? Is it's kind of good to know too, like that you have done that though, knowing that like, what I think about sometimes, I'm like, if ever I get into like a real situation where I need like some like oh fuck I got to get some money real quick, I'm like yes. all right I'll just bar pick up four night shifts for a month or two, mm -hmm. fucking do what I got to do if I if any emergency. It's just nice That's you can what, fall back on that yes, type shit. I I like the way you think because I think the same way. <laughs> I'm like that person, and I'll do like four of those kind of jobs, you know, at the same time. <laughs> Like, I'll, like, do, like, one thing for, like, so many days and then do something else that's a little more consistent. I don't know. But I've bounced around a couple jobs, but the, those ones is, like, definitely flexible. And every time I find, like, a job that I, like, you know, end up sticking with, I, like, leave that place. But it's cool because then I come back to it when it's, you know, rough times occur. Or you just need a little extra cash, you know? Have you ever thought about doing, like, um, any of these, like, gig-type jobs on, the, like, as a side hustle, like Uber, Dash, or anything like that? I have that. done it. I have done it. I've done the Postmates. Never done the Uber because I do not like people that much. I do not want people in my car. <laughs> and no. I'm. No. How was Postmates for you? I've had too many weird shit. But um, <laughs> Postmates was, you know. It looks like, because when I was bartending, I would see the Postmates, DoorDash people, Grubhub yeah. come in. And kind of, I would feel bad for them sometimes because they have. There's so much that goes on. That sometimes they're waiting forever. Yeah. And then like, I'm like, dude, this person. I feel bad. I'm like, this person's no. waiting forever. I like, tried to, I tried to MacGyver the, the system. You know, <laughs> I tend to make things a little bit easier on myself. But 
<laughs> basically with Postmates. So like I made sure I took like a really cute picture. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> because I'm not gonna come find your apartment on the show. You kidding me? No, you're gonna come to the car. <laughs> and then I'd like pretend I look, I call him. I'm like, I I can't find the place. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, it's, oh, it's okay, hold on, I'll come down. But then you get some people are like, uh, this one chick was like, I'm naked and I'm upstairs. I can't come down. I'm like, fine. Yeah, like getting in some of these buildings around here, yeah. like it's like, like. Who do you think I am? And then some people like, what? The how no do people tip? tip? Oh, well, I was just about to ask. So people do no tip. People tip. No, I think people do tip, but I, mean, I think they have to tip. No, right? you don't have to. I oh, all. Fuck that. I all. I all. <laughs> what do you? This is a good question. What do you think is a fair tip? Because I don't. I always. Tip, I always tip at least twenty percent when I go into restaurants, but on DoorDash, mm -mm. let's say, if I have like a fifty dollar order on DoorDash, I'll usually tip like. I don't know, seven bucks, like 15% maybe. I'd never usually go less than 10%, but I usually don't do 20% for DoorDash. I don't Dornesh. know math too well, but <laughs> <laughs> what I do know is that at a restaurant, I'm big on like food. I am big on food. I am big on the aesthetic. I am big on like why I'm here, you know? So like, I need that energy and then it doesn't have to be energy. Just like you can tell, like I get along with pretty much anybody. I'm pretty cool. But it's just like, <laughs> I start at a certain point in my mind and as the night goes on, if it's just getting worse, I'm just deducting from your pay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a critic. I'm like, my friends know me. I do not play around. Like shit is real yeah, simple. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm a cool person. We could be best friends. We could laugh. We could giggle. We could have a good time. You could get a good tip. But if you're over here, you you over here lacking, I'm over here waiting, and I'm being cool with you, and you're fucking on my order, you don't know how to take simple directions, then it's over. Like, I can't. Like, I even tip the little guys. Like, I always tip the little guys for some reason. And, like, if, like, I'll go to Jersey Mike's, and, you know, I like my sandwich made a certain kind of way. I love sandwiches. I love Jersey Mike's. Yeah, so, and then it's just like, if you give me my sandwich a certain kind of way and it's fucked up, I'm going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> are you going to eat that shit? You know, I went to this one spot, this breakfast. I went to go get a breakfast, a big old breakfast sandwich, you know? And like, I had my heart set and I had my mind set on it, you know? And then after that, like I told him, I was like, hey, just like easy on the mayo. Like, I really don't even like mayonnaise like that, but I just like want like a little bit. And then, um... I was like a little bit mustard, this, that, bow, bow. And then like I went and picked up my stuff. And then like I was like, the girl didn't even give me a pickle, with usually comes with the sandwich. Like I need the pickle. Like, so that's the first fuck up. You didn't give me a pickle. So you're already out. <laughs> and then after that, and then sometimes they fuck up because I have a cheese allergy as well. So it's like, I'll specifically say, like, no cheese. And then people still put cheese on the shit. It's like, okay, so now it's like attempted murder. Like, now you're trying to kill me. <laughs> now it's like and we're taking things into a serious situation. I say things, I say it clear, I say it cool. Everything's good. If you can't take simple direction, then what are we doing here? Like, you're over here a disgrace to the sandwich business. This girl gave me my sandwich. It was covered in mayonnaise from top to bottom. Who eats that much mayonnaise? It was, like, almost as if she was putting, like, cream cheese on that bagel. You think she was doing it to, like, flex? Or no, she was I just think she's stupid. It just doesn't. She's young, <laughs> and this is, like, her first job. And it's just, like, come on, girl, think. 
Like, would you eat this fucking sandwich? I wanted to smack that shit in her face because I was already running a little late to work and I had to go pick up this breakfast sandwich because I had to eat. <laughs> and then I was like, gonna eat it on the way and then it was ruined. And then I was just, I was so mad. Like, I tried to not get mad. <laughs> did you end up, so you didn't? Did no, you? I threw it in the street. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not a polluter. Some animal will eat that. But maybe the animal won't eat that because it was covered in mayonnaise. Who, you know what? I'm not even going to get into it. But I take my food. I will say I do like mayo personally. I I bet some people do like mayo. And I don't doubt that. But I don't like You know what happened like to that. me the other day? I don't like I forget that. where it was from. Um, I, I ordered a burger from DoorDash. That's your first problem. Go ahead next. Well, guess, guess what happened? <laughs> I got the burger. There was no, it was just a bun with cheese or in like a fucking pickle. There was no meat inside of it. Mm, so you got to grill cheese. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? DoorDash gave my money back. But I, like, if you're hungry, you know, you're waiting an hour for yeah, a like, burger. I'm like, all right, let's get this. And, yeah. That's the other thing, too. It's really hard to find a really good burger nowadays. Even from a good burger spot, it's not a good burger. Like, there's just they, some... They're always so expensive, too. And they, it's like, it's not even that great. Like, and then anybody who did once have a good burger once a time, once upon a time ago, they don't now. Like, you could tell they went to cheaper meat. Shit I was about to say, it's like, all about, it's if you have, like, quality meat and good bread, that's all you really need. Yeah. It's like, is it that hard? Yeah. It's shit. I don't know. It's over, you know? Like, <laughs> you know, one of the best burgers, this place I used to work in Kansas City, um, they would be, they would do, like, quality beef, uh, like a brioche bun. Okay. But they would do um, bacon marmalade. Have you ever had it? It's like a bacon jam. Yes, I have. And I'll make, and that inspired me. I'll make it sometimes too and put oh, it on like toast I'm points and stuff. Over. Yeah, yeah. Throw it on top of burger Let and then a little jalapenos. Okay. And then I, at the other spot I work, actually, I started doing uh, pickled serranos at where a place I used to work called Little Sister in Redondo Beach. They have one downtown. If you like Vietnamese food, fire. Mm, I think I've had some Vietnamese food one time. I can't remember. It's good. It's I, good. I think I ate like chicken on the soup. Yeah, a little chicken satay. I don't know what it was. <laughs> and then Might I be drank Thai. a lot. Because <laughs> Vietnamese people drink a lot. See, I can't, I, I can't do like... They were drinking a lot. The, um, <laughs> what's that fucking... Uh, soju at all these... Um, yeah, at these so Korean barbecues. I'm not a soju fan. I'm it's not too, a It's too intense fan. for me. Sugary and... It gets you fucked up. I don't really... I guess I need to get fucked up on it. I've never gotten like... I've like gone like kind of pre-gamed and been a little lit and then drank some soju and I'm like, this is not my cup of fucking tea here, but. Sorry, is so like, I'm gonna like stretch all the way. Oh, you're chilling, yeah. Okay. Whatever's comfy. This one, but there's... No, I'm kind of like, I got, I'm still trying to figure out how to set this up a little better. I'm kind of like jammed, got this like little switcher on my chair and stuff, but it's coming yeah, together. I like how the mics are right here. This is a nice spot. You have a nice opening and everything. Like you got a good window for the view for the guests. I like out looking. As you see, I keep gazing Thanks, up there uh, because I just like, I'm always out the window. That's uh, why I can never have a job where I'm like staying inside because you can always catch me gazing out the window because I'm just like, man, I want to be You know what's there. funny? I was doing that. I had my desk when I'm working from home. I had my desk right here. But I found myself, which is good. Sometimes I'll wake up in the morning just to look out, you know, but like I would find myself like shooting an email out and then I'd be like kind of staring at the window for a couple of minutes. And I'm like, all right, I got, I'm going to move my desk away into this corner. And you can be more focused. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel that. But yeah, no, everything, every job I had, I was just like, 
I don't want to be this person. Like, I used to work at the mall. I used to work at Zales, the diamond store. And I was like, I was like, I would always be there. And then on the mall on the weekdays, it was just dead. It's horrible, you know? And it's just like the same mall That'd be music. interesting to see be in the mall, like working in a mall. Yeah, I had fun that because all my homies, like, I had worked like around me and stuff, you know? So we were all like, I had another homegirl. She worked at like the jewelry store across the way. And another homegirl, she worked at the Flatiron spot. And so we would like all be like in communications with each other, but like in our little spaces, like in our stores, because it's open, you know? Yeah. But it was just like, and then the people who came to the mall on the weekdays, I was just like, sh- and they were shopping and they had like no care in the world. And I would look at them and I just be like, dang, like, I wonder what they do that they get to be here on the weekday. weekday. Like, I would go on my lunch and walk to my car and get high, you know? <laughs> but then. <laughs> But then I'd walk by the restaurants and people were like out during the day when no one else was out, enjoying their brunch, getting drunk. And I would always be like, damn, I want to be that person. I want to be that person who's like hanging out in the daytime on a weekday. Like no fucks given. You know, I understand like some people have days off, but you can tell the people who have days off between like. Like, the people who have days off, they're trying to get shit done, you know? They're still working, you know? Like, but on their own shit. They're running around. They're running errands. Like, they're still trying to do shit. But people, like, who really, like, they're not doing shit. That's what I, like, honestly wonder, too, in general. I'm on the road, like, or, you know, going to dispensaries and shit. I'm, like, sitting in traffic sometimes. I just pops my head off. And I'm, like, what are all these people doing? (laughs) Like, it's, like, 1 p.m. on, like, a Wednesday. I'm, like, does that do all these people work mobily? Like, are the like yeah what? <laughs> i can like figure it out i feel like i drive so much i got my little my little dmv thing and it's like i've been driving for like 16 years and i'm like damn that sounds like a long time but i'm like damn it means i'm gonna like, experience some more <laughs> but um i was just like i go places and i just like know i can tell like by everybody like what they're doing where they're going like you could tell the people who are going to work, you know, they have a certain energy about them. they carry that certain en- energy on the road, you know, and then you could tell the people who like don't really have nothing to do or whatever because they're strolling along, you know, or like, you could or like tell the, the cr- nervous driver or like the cr- like yesterday I saw this crazy fucking driver and like a convertible beetle. They were like <laughs> rocking out on the freeway with that uh, points they were putting both their hands in the air and their car was like swerving a little bit and they're like headbanging and shit like dang you fucking almost getting in the wreck i'm like dang this is some crazy shit out here yeah it's wild yeah i'm I'm honestly a pretty safe driver for the most part in terms of, like i don't really speed too much on purpose what's speeding like 10 more than 10 over yeah, 10 over what the speed limit oh i don't want to talk about the speed limit yeah see i'm i'm kind of <laughs> like i'm just like it's not but the reason that is too is i still want to fuck with getting pulled over and shit i'm like yeah, no. but if i had you know if my car was as fast as yours it might be a different story i just got a honda civic <laughs> it's okay <laughs> it's okay even if i had a honda civic i'd drive it like a maserati and then it'd be like pop 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah that happened to me i was doing this um tv pilot back in kansas city and they had the guy from seinfeld um heitner i don't know if you ever watched seinfeld yeah i have kenny banana or whatever that guy which one he's like the kind of like skinny guy he's like uh what's his name on the show kenny i think kenny banania or something um but i have a scene with him he's stanza uh 
Let me see. <laughs> Kenny. Let me see. This guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's he was doing a show there. He was part of this pilot, and they're like, I'm driving him in the scene, right? Mm -hmm. And I've never driven stick before. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, we're going to have you drive this car. I'm like, but it's like stick. I was like, I think I can do it. Long story short, they had me drive stick for the first time with Steve Heitner there. And so I'm like fucking bouncing the car back and forth and shit. And he's like, like it worked for the scene because it was funny. I was supposed to be like a stupid stoner. And it was just kind of funny though. He was like, dude, what the fuck did I get into? I got this dude like. So do you know how to drive stick? Um, that's, was... I haven't done it since I actually was able to get around. I drove like two miles, <laughs> but it was a pressure too. I was like a trial by fire. I was like, fuck, I got to drive this Me shit. too. I d um... your, is your stick that you have out no, there? No, no, no. My... Driving stick in LA is nuts. My grandpa, he was thought that he's like, every girl should know how to drive a stick shift. And so then like he had these old, old school cars, like old, old. Badass. It was like this old, like, I don't know. It had this little, I don't know. It was like a convertible. It was very old school. It was very low to the ground. Like it was small. I felt like it was small, but it was just like very low and like it was shiny red. Did it whip? I was like 15 or 14. I was scared as shit. Like he just put me out there. We, there was no practice run. He just told me what it was. And then as soon as I got up to the hill, almost in the street, he's like, turn on the street. This is how you're gonna learn. And I'm like, what? Like at first already a couple of times I had stalled, you know, like just trying to get it out of the neighborhood. And then after that, I was like on the street and it was cool. Like once you got it in gear, you know, and then Feels upshifting good. is cool. And then the downshifting is fine, got all that shit. But then after that, it was like once it came from like going to like going to like one again or whatever. Like and on like the hill, doing, like on the steep hill. The, doing the foot thing where you have to like put the foot down and like let one go. You know yeah, yeah. About? Well, yeah, pushing in the clutch. The clutch, yeah. Okay, and then that's it. And then I saw there was a truck, this monster truck, and it was like all these cars were behind me. And it was the one at the light, right? Like the first person at the yeah. light. And there was this big ass truck, like because I just remember their wheels like being at our face, and I'm just like, oh, my heart was pounding because I'm like, oh fuck, I'm gonna be the one to start this shit. Like if I can't start the car. If I can't get it to go, because then you have to start it yeah, and, then... and do all that. And so then I was like, oh, my God, I was so nervous because then I'm like in the rearview mirror and all the cars are like, you know, coming in the back and they're stopping behind me. And I'm just like in this big ass truck. And then the light turned green. And then after that, I was trying to do it. And then the car stalled. And then I was like, ah, and I was trying to do it. And then he's like, just calm down. And I was like trying to go. And then the lady like leaned out the truck, uh, leaned out the truck and she was like, First time driving a stick, honey. It's okay. She's just like, it's always hard the first time. She's like, don't stress it. And then I was just like crying. I was like, oh my God, these cars are honking. And then I fucking got it. And then I was like, I'm going back to the house. <laughs> and then you, after that, did you do it? Have you driven it? No, nope, I haven't driven a stick shift since. I'm so happy. I almost, before I moved out here, I bought my car in Kansas. I, I almost bought a stick. I was really close to it. I wasn't even thinking about traffic and shit. I'm so happy I didn't. But stick uh, is cool once you like, you know, yeah, if you a, do know how to yeah, drive Yeah, it's it. fun, but it would just be brutal, like it's, in traffic. It looks good and it's kind of hot. It's hot yeah. when you see a girl drive a stick shift, especially now, because like nowadays nobody knows how yeah. to drive a stick shift. All those people were like weeding out, but... Now I kind of wish. I mean, I do know how to. I just yeah, like, just well, it's like just take a couple reps, just yeah. hop back in, you'll be. 
now I'm like a little like better mentally. <laughs> yeah, you're you're ready. You already had one trial. That's how I feel. I'm like, I would be a little intimidated, honestly, to hop in, but I would be feel fine. It would just take me. I'd probably stall a couple times, but <laughs> at least you know. Well, but you know, pretty soon they're not even gonna have like cars. Or the autonomous, you know, there's already places that are. It's horrible. Doing and it. I don't like. I don't like that because it's just like I like cars. I may not be a big car person, but my grandpa was into cars, and like my dad was into cars. Yeah, it's gonna be. So then, like, like listening to cars, hearing cars. I have friends who were like into cars, you know, and like I love riding around in their cars, and it makes a lot of noise, or you know, and then like I have met family members who hook up cars, you know, they build on cars and stuff. So it's just like. Thinking about getting rid of the most important yeah, part. It's, yeah, that's what I've thought about, too. And my thought on it is, like, there's such a culture still. It'll take so long. At least we won't see it in our lifetime. I will see a huge conversion to electric. But, like, there's still people, like you're saying, who are into the car culture so much that, like, it'll be hard. The gasoline cars will be on the old school muscle cars that people love. Those will be around for, you know, a long time. Do they even have... Um like car shopping classes anymore like in high schools and stuff? that's a good question i did never they have it one. in your they I did mean, they did it not my school in jersey but in the school in kansas they did yeah. my little brother took it he's really good he would take he built fix his car all the time he'd take it there they would let him lift it and work on it and because that'd be crazy if they got rid of that and then the, well they probably have they probably don't there's a lot of shit that they i have this idea of like I drive a lot, obviously, and as you know, if you drive a lot, you spend a lot of time with yourself. <laughs> so you yeah. talk to yourself a lot, and you're just thinking a lot, and you're in your own head a lot, right? Yeah. So I was, and you're getting high a lot. I don't know, maybe not everybody, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm definitely sometimes. Anyways, <laughs> but um, for me, I've thought about it, and I'm like had arguments in my head about like what they're teaching kids in school. Not that I have, I don't even have any kids, but I'm just like, there's needs to be way more important things that need to be learned here. You know what I mean? Like people like taxes and stuff need to be taught in school. I think like credit should be taught in school. Like I mean, like high school, like public school. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, just like the important basics. Yeah, like. I was like, dude, if you live in LA, they should teach you the roads out here. Like, I feel like you should just know like how to drive out here, because there's just like that's how many accidents. That's why accidents happen is because people are hesitant and they don't know how to drive or whatever the hell. They people don't know where they're going, you know. And everybody's in such a rush. You got people who do know where they're going, people who don't know where they're going. There's so many roads. Everybody's driving with so much energy. So then it's just like, if we were taught these things in school, then fucking, if kids knew what freeway took you here and here and here and here, and then it's like, boom, we get anywhere. <laughs> we wouldn't need our GPSs, except yeah. for by traffic, but. I wonder, like, how much it's changed, you know? It's like the average school, or like, if I went back to the same school I went to grade school at, you know? Yeah. I, I wonder, like, because that's what I would always think when I was getting each grade fifth grade sixth grade seventh grade i'm like i'm learning the same shit every year just a little more in depth yeah like how many times am i going to learn about fucking columbus bro like what is this yeah like, we need to be learning about other stuff we need to be learning about like things that are going to benefit us in life you know well that's where like when i first you know found out about the endocannabinoid system and how we all have one mm -hmm. you know that blew my mind i didn't know about that till i was like 25 like it's just interesting like i should have probably learned that sometime in health class right that we have this system within you know like just little shit like that yeah. I'm like, i think we need to um i think our generation is obviously different like we 
how we think and like how we're so more on our entrepreneurial side i feel like our generation is more it's like there's more people wanting to do their own thing than like living in like a corporate system i mean there are people who do and you know more power to them you know if that's their thing but i feel like we have more like our generation is more open to like wanting to live for themselves yeah yeah i would say so (laughs) there's been a whole yeah it's been like a whole switch up of thinking and like mentality and like my um sister-in-law will tell me she's um a cooking teacher i think for i forget the grade right now but um, she'll, she'll always ask the class what do you guys want to be she says since her time she's been teaching for a while she's like it's crazy most kids now want to be youtubers she's like when i first That's started crazy. she's like when i first started i didn't have one kid wanting to be a youtuber i didn't even know like now it's like the majority of the class wants to be a youtuber or an influencer you know it's like that that's like that's crazy. so it's kind of trippy you know it's like we never really had that either growing up now it's like interesting how it's changed you know that's because sorry i feel like my lips are so dry right now but i thought i had chapped <laughs> but um what you call it no this is what i was saying i was like you know because now these generations they have like so much like everything's in their hand you know like their their phone and like anything they can look up is just at the touch of their hand you know they can just boop 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 and it's there you know there's no like creativeness anymore there's no like i feel like me and my sister when we were kids and stuff you know we were like outside having fun we were like drawing chalk on the ground and like we could it was like almost like the backyard against type of situation where we could like imagine this whole place and me and her are there and it's real you know what i mean and like being able to play make-believe and all this other stuff and being able to use our like imagination and you know as they say in the little meme <laughs> I, I feel you. that's the shit those are the best memories i have exactly. honestly some of them like just and playing now, outside like that. like kids like don't Things are just like, oh, I want to be like this because this is how it looks on here. You know, like I can only imagine how high school is or whatever now because you have like all these people that are these influences in your these kids' lives, you know? And it's just like, oh, like coming to school and imagining you don't have enough followers to like have friends or whatever, you know, like so much. At least like what you don't have designer clothes, you don't have lip fillers, like now kids are so quick to wanting to grow up and like be this whole other lifestyle that's not even real well and it's like when you're saying this is popping in my head now it'd be like my first job was uh bagging groceries and i was flipping burgers or frying french fries it's like i could see how too that would be like almost more embarrassing this day and age like oh my my homies act making money is like an influencer in sixth grade or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't want to or however you know when you get your first job and i'm like eighth grade whatever and i'm like i don't know it's interesting times we'll see what like plays out that's what i'm just like uh, that's what i'm saying i'm just taking my time to just really focus on me and not you know i'm not really rushing to have any kids at the moment trying to figure it out myself and i'm just like i'm excited you know about what the possibilities are for me or whatever what possibilities can happen because you know i think i'm always been trying to like always do the right thing whatever the right thing is and it's just like maybe the right thing is not the right thing for me you know so we're gonna see how this year goes (laughs) well well, cheers to that i feel that i'm gonna do the same thing we'll uh 
wrap do more stuff we'll, yeah we'll wrap up on that note on this pod but let's come up with some video ideas yeah and when you were saying the voiceover thing you'd mentioned like i feel like you do have a unique voice to you that you should pursue that would be cool yeah but if you can help me figure out like what the route is because i don't really know too much yeah i got you yeah I just put together a little reel i can help you record some shit here and you'll be good yeah because i would like to like also start doing that just to make like money on the side you can if, you know? if you do it you can yeah once you get into that like you can make some serious money like you're saying and it's on your own time yeah. even even apart from like booking gigs with an agent in la like i've found websites i haven't done it but like you can go on websites and like people will pay you a certain amount hourly to do their audiobook for them yeah yeah um, exactly. like stuff like that like there there's definitely a hustle that can be tapped with that for yeah, sure definitely and i could read the shit out of a book <laughs> i can make that shit feel like you're there that's what's up I'm a good, I guess. My mom says I'm always like a good storyteller, you know? So it's like, I mean, it's a good to skill be... to have. It's so important for so many reasons. You yeah, know? to be able to like talk to someone and keep them interested and able to like communicate to them in a way where they can visualize it too, you know? Yeah. They can see it and be there and be like, oh, yeah, I get it. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's the little details that you throw in and stuff. Like... Yeah, exactly. I need that chapstick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, actually. Huh, well, too late. No, well, hey, well thanks that. again for coming on. It's <laughs> yeah. been real. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll have more content coming out. So how long have hey. we been going? Dang, we've been going for almost two hours.